Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast. We played Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and put imaginary lives on the line all for your listening pleasure. If you like what you hear, be sure to tell your friends and family. We're also a great conversation piece during an awkward first date. Now, let's tell some stories. Gentlemen, clerics, arcane ladies, and some demons, shit gets crazy, fear of snow, wielding daggers, magic boats, and singing flowers, everybody's got a beef with us, but ain't no problem, you're gonna burn and run, your evil shit don't stand a chance, cause you and dagger know how to dance. When last we left our heroes, after a ship battle with drow scouts, whose aim was to bring them back into an imprisoned life, our adventurers find themselves in Sloopladoop, or Sloopladot, however you want to say it. But it's most definitely a crazy fish person city deep in the Underdark, where the high priest of the Sea Mother has just asked our fearless warriors of the surface to kill his daughter, the new leader of the Deep Father for she has fallen in the clutches of unescapable fish-person evil. Now we find Lord Victor Sinclair, Matilda Beckett, and Grit Tuffenstuff coming face to face with the Cult of the Deep Father, about to engage in furious battle. Who will be victorious? We will soon find out. Alright, so I have set everything up here. Before the battle begins, I think it's important. Let me describe the uh, actual shrine of the Deep Father. Now you're you kind of closer up, but you can see it first. The idol to the Limogogan, the Deep Father, consists of a large hide cut roughly uh, in the shape of a manta ray and stretched out on cords between two support poles. A dead, splayed out manta ray is pinned to the center of the hide. The two octopuses are, there are two octopuses draped across the top and their tentacles pinned and artfully arrayed, their heads tied together and painted with red and blue pigments. The idol reeks of decay and the bloodstone altar below the idol is stained with dark, sorry, stained dark with blood. So that's what the idol looks like. Wow, that's gross. Yeah. Bloodstone mm-hmm. altar. Not able to be pleased. And as uh, before, right before an arrow hits her, she's like, "Blood for the, blood for the, the deep father." And she's, she, uh, she goes over to uh, Hammoth, which was up here, um, and she seems like she was about to take out a dagger and uh, go for it. Roll something against the archpriest. It's gonna be a nineteen. A nineteen. Yeah, you. You hit her. All right. Let's. Uh, now this is surprise round, right? Yes. Gotcha. It's a. She's about to. She's about to be in a world of hurt. So initially, she's taking seven. One total of twenty-eight points of damage. Noise. And since my initiative is high, I go ahead and immediately ready another arrow. <laughs> and stay put. Okay. Um, then it's Matilda's go. Okay. That was a surprise round, wasn't it? Oh, that was a surprise right, round. So now we start the actual yeah, yeah, first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we actually start yeah. the, the first round. Is readying a, um, I think readying any weapon now doesn't matter, right? You can, you can, uh, take another 
Well, if I did it doesn't it, take a whole action. No, to you, reload. it's like a minor action. Yeah, it's like a minor action to reload. It is some kind of action, but I don't think it's not a standard action anymore like it used to be. I think even in the worst of times, oh, it was always like a mood action. Okay, whatever. We'll call it a minor action because I think there's still like a reload option in a feat somewhere. Anyways, doesn't matter. You're about to do it again? Yep. 17. Take 17. Because she hasn't attacked, so I still get advantage. Yes. And that will be eight more points of damage. Okay. How's she looking? Uh, so it's like uh, two arrows? Like, like describe that. Well, she, Where do you want the arrows? Basically, the arrows stop uh, stop her in mid-action. One, I would imagine, goes to her side, and I'd like to have one maybe in a gill somewhere. She's like... Fum, fum. She's, like <laughs> She's gargling on her own blood now. Nice. She's not looking great. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> and she starts laughing as her blood is spilling on the altar next to her. Just laughing. <laughs> Fools, all of you! Fools! You wanna, you wanna get Gollum over there? <laughs> Matilda, your go. Hmm. Well, my first action is to cast Major Armor on myself, and I'd also like to ask, uh, is Matilda still stealth? She is. No one sees her. Oh, good. Good. So I'm gonna cast Major Armor. Okay. Um, it's a full action, and it just, uh, increases my AC. Um, that's my full action. I don't really want to move. However, I'm a little curious as to why she would start laughing. It could simply be because she's insane, but... Well, it's a sacrificial altar. Yeah, so what if something bad happens to her if she is killed on the altar? Not our job, we're just here to kill her. Eh, yeah, but I just want to think about that for a moment. We're not here to face the consequences of our actions, we're just here to perform our actions. This is is my turn, and this is Uh, my thoughts. Yeah, I know. Not actually having a conversation with you. I know, I'm just just having some fun talking. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. But I'm going to monologue. Inner monologue. Inner monologue. I want to do a little uh, history check to see what happens if she dies on the sacrificial altar. Okay, go for it. I'll take it. You'll take it? I don't normally. That's not the rules in any D&D table ever. I I will happily re-roll. But I will tell you that um, most... The history that you know about Demogorgon and uh-huh. the way Demogorgon... Now, to be fair, this is what you know about Demogorgon or any of the demon lords. Yeah, yeah. They're in the abyss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't, they mm-hmm. don't generally exist at all right. on the mortal I realm. Right, I just want to make but sure that her dying on that altar won't open a portal or some shit. You have heard of that sacrifices can sometimes be what's necessary to summon demons right. on occasion. Uh-huh. Um, that takes, a lot of times that takes a ritual of some sort. If okay. one was already being prepared, or if one was already being done, then that would be something. Generally, though, Dima Gordon doesn't seem like it cares as much about that kind of thing. Okay, all right. Just but, wondering because there also was that um, little gray-skinned dwarf guy who was in a cage. So clearly, something was being prepared. Are you gonna stay put? Just kind of hide in the in the hovel over there? Like you're probably you're you're right at the end of a street, probably hiding behind some kind of fish person trash can. <laughs> Which is yeah. just another fish person. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or 
<laughs> now we'll say, of course, there were a lot more. They kind of scattered now. Um, a lot of them were just kind of commoner worshippers. So sure. the, what have left, what are left, are kind of the the warriors of of the uh, of the of the Deep Father. All right. Well, that check probably used my like minor action, remove action, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, generally, table rule has always been just uh, speaking is a free action. You can just say okay. whatever you want. Yeah, you can All say right. whatever you All want, right. and that's not really going to give away your. At this point, there's so much chaos as they're they're also looking over and they just see their arch priestess is now kind of dying before them mm-hmm. um those are two really critical blows she is gushing out with blood her yeah. fish person blood is everywhere on the altar okay just, just right. never there's like, so much activity if i say something it's not gonna give away my location there's a lot of just fish chatter right now okay all right uh hey guys don't kill her on the altar just in case Kill her on the altar? No, no, no. Not on the altar. Because you want us to knock, kill her, make sure she's on the altar when no, we kill her. No, knock her down. <laughs> knock her down before killing her. Knock her down on the altar no, when I kill her. Not on I the can... altar. Away from the altar. I will find a way to kill her on the altar. Oh, oh what? <laughs> God damn it, Victor. Thank you, Victor. I love you so much. <sighs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so there we go. Okay. So uh, uh, this line, they're definitely going to stop up towards you. Mm-hmm. As they just all rush right <laughs> around you. Sure. Uh, you gave away your position in stealth when you uh, did your thing. Who um, are you talking to? Sorry. Me. Uh, uh, grit. Grit. So you have a couple guys over here. Neat. And they're going to, uh, they have harpoons with them. I think they're going to throw some some weird Kuatilla harpoon things at you. But these guys are all going to try to hit Victor. That's six. First one's uh, 16. No. Uh, 24. Yes. Okay. Let me just get the hits. Number of hits. Next one's a 22. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, yes, that's right now. I haven't cast it yet. Oh, right. Then it's a 15. No. It's a 6 plus 17. A 6 plus 17. 23. A 23. Yes. And then a crit fail. That's a 25. Jeez. How many attacks do each of these guys get? Well, they get two. These guys, these are these look like hardened warriors. Okay. And they each get two attacks. How many hits was that? I think it was three. Three hits on you? Yeah, three sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that sounds good. They are unarmed. They are actually just using their uh, their their hits and they're when they ball up their fists, it's actually a little bit of lightning kind of crackles when they do that. Okay. As they're hitting you. And then as they're hitting you, they're saying, blood and salt for the prince of demons. Blood and salt for the prince of demons. And each hit actually has two different rolls. It's a lightning attack on top of that. Mm-hmm. We'll describe it all in a second. Yeah, I'm a little worried about Victor. <laughs> That'd be 30 points of damage. 
Yeah, I'm down. As they all start punching and lightning just starts erupting around Victor. They look like monks. Cool. Behind you, uh, let's see. You, sir. Um, Grit. You have three of these guys. And these, these guys are kind of running up, trying to figure out what's going on. They're not actually going to attack. They were going to try to help out with uh, the whole Victor slaughter, but that's taken care of. Yes. So they take out their spears. One doesn't hit. The other doesn't hit. How does a 17 work for you? That hits me. Okay. <clears throat> all right, so that's a six points of damage to you. Got it. As they all throw spears, and then they take out nets when they're done with the spear, or the, their, uh, their harpoon things. One like digs into you, and then now they're all taking out nets. <laughs> for the deep father! And now, it's Victor's go. I bleed. All right. So, failed my death save. Okay. What? Grit. How bad's that girl, that woman looking? She's not on her last leg, but she's she's not looking hot. Okay, so. And she's just laughing. Currently, uh, I could, in theory, run over to Victor and pour a healing potion down his throat, but then he's just gonna die. He's just gonna go down again. No, he's not. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Do that thing. All right. All right. Um, and then you're gonna help me drag him and you away a short distance. I have right. an idea. All right. I'm gonna rush to Victor. Pull up my healing potion. Pour it down his throat. Okay. And then with my inspiration, drag his ass away from everything. Okay. As you do that, uh, how many people get an attack of opportunity? If you come in... No, I didn't go in that way. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. You oh. can see over there. Does it look like... Oh, that would have been the better way to go in, is the way you're... If you go that way and diagonally... Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought that was Victor for a second. Sorry. <laughs> this, this is Victor. I don't know why. Sorry. This is Victor. So if you can go diagonally in and come diagonally out, uh, you're safe from attack of can opportunity. I, yeah, can I disengage with carrying Victor? <laughs> you won't get an attack of opportunity. There's no okay. reason to disengage at that point. Um, yeah. So, Victor, you up now? Because he pours a healing potion on you, right? Does that actually work? I think that works. I was waiting for the dice get rolled to tell me how much I heal. Yeah. How much to over this D4? Yeah, it's like a real shit amount. One. Uh, it's 2D4 plus two. Oh, 2D4 plus two. So that's three and... Five plus two is seven, right? That's six total. Six? Yeah. I thought it was... No, it is seven. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. Seven. Okay. So I'm going to allow you to pull him back. As far as I can go back. Yeah, because you're also tugging on his plate mail, <laughs> your tiny little gnome. But you use your inspiration. That's why I want to reward you for the inspiration. It's very heroic, going and saving Victor. Matilda, it is now your go. Okay. Unless you have, any, you don't have anything else. I can't do anything else. Otherwise, that bitch would be dead. All right. Okay. 
So. And you each have inspiration still. Adam, or, uh, Victor has inspiration. I am going to run over to the two of them. Okay. And cast Liamun's Tiny Hut. All right. Um, it is a 10-foot radius immobile dome of force uh, around and above us. Remains stationary for eight hours. Um, the spell ends if you leave its area. Uh, nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Creatures and objects within the dome when you cast a spell can move through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry, regardless of the weather outside. So. What actually completely bars the entry of other creatures? Yep. That's like a... Wow. You're welcome. Because usually that's like a... Same kind of effect as like a much higher level spell. Well? No, that's exactly what it says. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, yeah, good job. I never thought about using Layman's Tiny Hut in a battle. (laughs) (laughs) You gave me every opportunity to really murder you right, and you still squished that. Thank you, guys. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so uh, at the end of the day, uh, so Grit comes over, puts a uh, healing potion onto uh, a onto Victor and starts tugging him away. And as he does that, um, coming out of her hiding spot, Matilda comes out and puts out a tiny hut. How big is the tiny hut? Uh, it is a 10 foot radius. From the center of you, I mm-hmm. would imagine? Yeah, so yep. two squares. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we can move through it freely, but they cannot. So a dome opens up. Is it looks like does it look like a dome? Is that what it just looks like? Like yep. a dome? Like doom? Like a doom. so oh, my mind is like that Mass shit, Effect that is shield. Super powerful. But like, like one like person, circle of, like it's a Nero circle of power. That's just we can jump in and out. We can. But at least one person has to stay in it. Yeah, I think I have to stay in it. Yeah, the That's... spell the spell ends if you leave its area. So I have to stay in it. But you're not gonna die. Yeah, but we can circle jump this all day long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fucking right. All right. Retribution. All right. Well, because uh, now it's Victor's go. Because that's all Matilda did. Sorry. I thought we mm-hmm. were. I thought we were done with the round. Mm-mm. But no. All right. Go, Victor. I am going to cast a beacon of hope uh, on the three of us, which means that uh, for the duration. Um, each of us gets advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and also regains maximum number of hit points uh, with all healing. Then as a minor action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. For, I needed to read ahead a little bit. For we still ma- need to be in combat stuff too. So For a uh, maximum amount of uh, healing. And so for me, that's going to be... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more points. Alright. So that is. That's my round. Okay. The uh, Arch Priestess takes out a dagger and goes over and it goes over to Hammoth. Like, puts the dagger, buries it right into his eye as he screams out and starts bleeding. She unlocks the cage and she throws him into the water behind. She raises her eye, her hands up, and she goes, 
blood and salt for the Prince of Demons. And as that happens, you hear an another sound rises from the burbling cries of the Kuatoa. The dark surface of the water further out bubbles up and begins to foam. A thick, oily tentacle burst forth, followed by another. Two monstrous heads break the surface, both resembling hideous, angry baboons with wielding, uh, with uh, wicked curved tusks. Both heads are attached to a single torso. The monster's red eyes burn with bloodlust and madness. The creature rising from dark lace must stand 30 feet tall or more with water cascading down its back and shoulders, and upon reaching full height, the great demon throws back both of its heads and roars. So glad we're at this hut. You hear it. And it echoes through, and there is a crashing wave as the amount, just the body of this, this entire thing, like a, a wave crashes over and knocks the princess off of her ledge. Everyone stops doesn't, doesn't even look at you and just goes to their knees and just starts saying, Liam McGorgan! Wait, everybody turns away from us and is now on their knees? Yes. That does seem rather convenient. Yeah. Liam McGorgan! And it looks like it is slowly, slowly marching towards Super Duke. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. This is, um... We're all gonna have to have a real serious talk should our souls survive this encounter. Yeah. I want to show you a picture really of what, a, to... what you look. Actually, that's what the Demogorgon looks like, mm -hmm. and it is right now racing towards you. Demogorgon actually also cast spells. It's actually throwing out things, and things are exploding out. Its tentacles are starting to whip across the, and it's a very long reach, and it's starting to whip across the waters, causing mm -hmm. waves and all kinds of things. Every gone. danger sense you have in your body is telling you, fuck out. Uh, did the, pri the priestess survive her fall off the pedestal? Um, the foam is washing over, and she's like, <laughs> she's still giggling and laughing, but she, is, uh, she has survived. I'm gonna get out of the bubble and shoot her in the fucking face. You can if you wish. Yeah. Are you gonna be? Uh, well, roll for it. Go for it. Seventeen. She's on the. She's prone, right? She's prone. So shooting a prone person is actually a disadvantage. A prone person is a disadvantage for a ranged weapon. Seventeen. Still. Yes. That is. Ten. Like an arrow goes into her and she just goes, ah! <laughs> she's just like, yes! I'm gonna pop back in the bubble. Lemma Gorgon! Matilda. What? Victor? It's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, um, I mean, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of stuck inside this hut. Unless we want it to disappear. Okay, so you're just gonna stay there. That's fine. No, that's a good decision. That's a that's wise. That's. A... I thought you might appreciate it since it saved uh, your no, life. No. Sure. I just uh, wanted to make sure that was the plan moving forward. Okay. Um, well, there is um, a thirty-foot demon prince. That's 
not what I wanted out of today. No, I, I wanted to try to prevent the sacrifice, you know, by knocking her off the altar and then killing her, but that didn't work because you were gonna die, so... No, that's Our fine. plan failed. Sure. No, not ever. You can't win them all. But, you know, we're alive, so that's something. I like how you're saying this, but in my mind, you're just like, ah, oh, and there's just this giant, like this giant yeah. monstrous dual, dual heads, and it is, it is eyeing everything with just chaos and No, the conversation is totally taking place in the hut with yeah. all the destruction happening yeah. outside the buffalo. There's already a few, uh, like, some, some things have already washed over, like a whole wave have washed over. There's an entire, like, a, like a... A hut is crashed down on top of your dome and just split open. And, yeah, and but you know, I mean, everywhere. like, we're comfortable and dry, and it doesn't yeah. even stink in here. No, so. it's actually pretty pleasant. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you're pretty sure, by the way, with uh, your earlier role of, like, just general demon prince stuff, mm-hmm. that if you were to find the demon prince in the abyss, he probably has something in the wor- world of a dispel. It probably has something to do with one of those heads of his uh, heads. We're going to do some more rolls. We really want to dig into the demon, the, 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 the prince of demons. Well, I got nothing else to do so but sit here and keep this hut open. The shield of faith on myself. Okay. And I'm just going to reach my hand outside of the circle and cast spiritual weapon. Okay. And, uh, and I would like it to take the shape of a very large hammer and then just fall right on that bitch's head. Just man, just, <laughs> just like you want to cast it above her and it just falls down. Basically, yes. I like that. Okay. Well, she is not doing anything to make uh, any kind of roll, so you can just hit her. Okay. That's she good. is embracing the death. Good. That's how I like it. Eleven points of hammer. Her face, as the last things you hear are, I can finally see the demon. <laughs> Good, good. So mission accomplished. Let's get back to we the ship. We all did really good work here. <laughs> and these guys seeing their priests starting to scatter now. Some of them are staying, and they don't seem to pay you any attention. They are not. They do not care. They are too busy embracing the demon. Mm-hmm. Lima Gorgon! Lima Gorgon! Well, we had Lema one Gorgon. job, and we did it. Good job, team. So, um... Yeah, let's uh, uh, let's uh, head on out of here. Yeah. We uh, we killed the evil high priestess. Um, but wasn't the mi- mm-hmm. well the point of this originally? The point of this was we were specifically asked to kill the high priestess, and, and that has been done. And what are we getting out of this again? Victor, the ability I, to go home. I to think leave. I think what Grit is speaking of is mm-hmm. not just the specific instructions, but the spirit of the instructions. Yeah, they, they, well, they the have... spirit was to remove her spirit from her body, and that was No, that was, that was the specific instruction. Mm. The spirit of the instruction uh, was to save oh. Shlupludu. Yes, we're all aware yeah. that giant <laughs> rampaging <laughs> yes. demon. No, this Still happening. I just, I just oh, yeah. want the audience yeah, to know. Little, no, as still... they're arguing in this dome, not arguing, but just talking about, well, did we, who did we kill? We killed, like, yeah, there's still yeah, like debris no. going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, just letting you know, when the water recedes, there's actually a particular type of uh, fish that you guys had kind of seen um, as you were out in the dark lake. There's fish, then there's one that just kind of plops on the top of your uh, on the top of the dome, and it looks like it has two like like um, like fangs, and it's just like. 
Oh, I really hate this place. And those fish look like they're everywhere, and they're starting to attach. Oh, he's that. One of them is dying now. Was that dark dwarf around his body? Because wasn't he just sort of tossed off to the side? He was just tossed off to the side. Yeah, and then the water goes back, so. Oh, I guess, yeah. Now, by rules of physics and general stuff, yeah, you know what? We'll say his body's over here. Okay. Just like. Alright, I have. I see you. I see everybody seems to be paying a lot of attention to the fact that despite we doing it technically fulfilling our obligations, we seem to be hung up on this 30-foot demon prince that happens to be rampaging around. Now, I can see why well, you might consider that to be... Well, he's kind of hard to miss. He is 30 feet tall. And he is coming towards us. All right, well, I see why that you might feel that's an important detail. So here's what I'm going to do to rectify the situation. I'm going to cross my fingers and hope this works. And I'm going to bolt out of the circle mm-hmm. to the Dark Dwarf. Okay. Who technically died only a few rounds ago. Right. And I'm going to cast Revivify. Okay. Bringing him back to life. Because okay. he died within these specified time periods. And hopefully, because this all got caused by his death, by bringing him back to life, it will undo the effect. Okay and release the Demogorgon back into the abyss. All right, so you run out there and you do that. You cast Revivify. You're like, hey, buddy. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, huh? Huh? Ah, my eye! What happened to my eye? Oh, we it's a, oh. ew, we, that's a, oh. oh, that's a metaphor. And different you look time. up and that Demogorgon's still there, just like, oh. it doesn't seem to care what you did at all. It doesn't <laughs> seem to phase it. Well, it's I'm tossing out fireballs. It's, and I'm going back in the circle. There's a laser goes out. <laughs> Okay, well, that's like, all I have. He's, um, he's got a laser? Well, I don't... Okay. Let's just There's think a for a moment about what we know about Demogorgons. I, I, How long can I, this bubble know, hold I, up? Eight hours. We're fine. <laughs> um, No, so I, I seem oh, to remember something about... Before the spell gives Did you bring the dwarf back to, with you? Oh, no. He okay. can't come in. He wasn't in here when it was cast. Uh, and also, um, saving his life didn't do anything, so... <laughs> Well, that's no reason just to brush him off. Anyway, um, well, no, there's something, there's something about, there's something about come in the no, circle. dispelling Fine. the Demogorgon thingy. Can we, like, um, like chop one of his heads off or something? I'm, oh, I'm, let you me just go do that real quick. I'm trying to remember. Uh, if you're going to do that, I'm just going to, while they're doing all that, I've got nothing to do. I'm, no, I'm not magical. I'm going to start slitting their throats. Yeah, in the background, I just want to have that hammer just going around bashing people while we're talking. Yeah, yeah. No. While, the, while they're worshiping, I'm just coming up behind them. Yeah, they're they're dead. They're not even trying. They're just. And the thing is, when you look at them, it looks like they're staring directly at the. You guys have not actually stared directly into one of the eyes of the demon. Oh no! Mm-hmm. They look like they're entranced. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a pure magic, almost chaos entrance, and they are just waiting to die. And you you kill them. Good. I mean, look, I, I, I like to think that I'm fairly well prepared for most circumstances. And uh, when it comes to general goblin battle and uh, a rough evening with a political dinner, I'm certainly more than equipped for all of these sorts of things. Now, I'm not ashamed to admit that when it comes to the summoning of a demon prince in, uh, in an underground fish kingdom, uh, I may not know exactly what the next step should probably be. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little out of my depth, I'm not ashamed to say. All right, well, I'm trying to remember. 
Now, I'm just letting you know also that you can you can hear in the back door other Kuators like, Run! Leave everything! Run! Yeah, I'm doing my best to ignore the outside world. Anything outside of this bubble yeah, is not just... currently my concern. Okay. All right, um, so I rolled. I'm trying to do a history check, see what else I can remember about the Demogorgon. Um, it's a 14. 14 won't give you much. I will give you, though, that... The eyes of the demon gorgon, both heads, mm-hmm. are very important. And if you actually lock eyes with it, or it locks its gaze on you, there's some things that can happen. Parts of that could probably be confusion. Parts of that could be charming. Parts of that like it can charm you or confuse mm, you. Right. Yeah. Um, some of that can stun you. And then if it wishes, it could also um, dispel things. We need those eyes. As part of and and now as a as far as you know, by the way, nothing can defeat a demon. That you're aware of, other, except for maybe other demon horns. I mean, people people have never been able to like, go to the abyss and try to chop up a demon. They're still alive for all this time for a reason. Yeah, no, we just we just want to yeah. dispel the connection that's, what you that's holding him here. Yeah, that's just what you're. Um, guys, we need to cut its eyes out. I was thinking about getting on the boat and leaving. Yeah. I don't have a plan to cut out a Demogorgon's eyes. I mean, can you imbue, imbue an arrow with a dispel and I can shoot him in the eye? I don't have a dispel. No, do I, so I'm not really Our options sure are limited. We... I mean, we stay here for eight hours. I mean, it'd be nice if the circle just sort of outlasted the summoning ritual. I'm not really sure how long these things are supposed to last. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, so roll me another arcane check because I feel like you're trying to figure this out. Yeah. Roll me an arcane check and roll me. Every, anyone can roll me something, so we can kind of. Well, I have no relevant skills to this. Yeah. Okay. Um, roll me. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. No, you you got this. So you're remembering back to the enclave, back mm-hmm. to the red mage days. Yeah. Summoning a demon is something that really only powerful, powerful people do and only people like the drow are the only ones who really know how to summon demons like and that's just a low level demon right that archmage was not powerful enough to summon this demon so the best of your recollection this demon has been here this was summoned by other source if you're putting some like two and two together they mm-hmm. didn't do anything to cause this demon to actually pop in this demon just happened to be chilling perhaps and decided at this moment to come out yes how do we get rid of Destroy the altar? Only yeah. thing I got. I'm just gonna start bashing the altar with my hammer while we're talking. Does nothing. It's gonna it's getting closer, it's creeping closer. I pee the on the altar. The tentacles are almost started the tentacles of its hands are almost starting to reach kind of the bit of the shoreline. It's not there yet. And we're saying this is kinda of quick talking as you guys are doing. Oh, this. he hasn't even gotten to shore yet? No. Oh, he's for still, some reason I had in my head that no, he's been rampaging no, no. around town. No, he's starting to, but he's the, he can whip things, like he can whip his long arms or actually causing Oh, legs. and he's been casting, he's casting been, long distance And he's spells. been casting long distance spells just at random. Okay, I Sorry. Get you. For he's some not reason, there I thought that he was right offshore when he initially showed up and then... No, I'm sorry. I should have said that. I might have altered some of what you were doing, but I think Locate at this point object. it's still good. I, I want to try to find the source. And it, it's it's kind of a weird use of locate object because it's not a specific object known to me, but it's um, 
in essence, a thing with which I am familiar. Right? Like, source of summon... The hmm. trails or tendrils of whatever you would... So the idea is there is a physical item somewhere in this realm that's tying him to this plane of existence. Yes. And you know that must exist. So right. that being the case, where the fuck is it? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so here's... Before you do that, and I think this is actually very important. No, do it. Hey, we're gonna do that. We're gonna say you do that, but mm-hmm. then you're you're gonna have an aha moment. Okay. All right. Okay. The aha moment is because you notice that there is nothing tying it here. Right. Nothing. Like when you cast it, there nothing. Is it? it is here. It is here until it dies. And that is because there's only some of the some of the bigger rituals, bigger spells will cast a demon, and when that demon pops in, it can do as it wishes until it is dead, and then it is banished to the abyss for hundreds of years thereafter. What would it take to kill it? Like, I am generally accused of overestimating my abilities, but I'm pretty sure I got nothing on that demagogue. (laughs) (laughs) Sarath is a drow. They summon demons. Maybe he'll know how to kill it. All right, guys, how fast can we run back to the boat? Oh, real fast. <laughs> I want everybody oh, to roll me a dex check. Because oh, at this point, there's debris. There's all kinds of stuff flying oh, around. Yeah. What'd you get? 15. 15? Oh, 19. All right, I was going to say everyone beat a 15. Nope. Nope. Wait, wait. I know I have a, I have a modifier. Hang on. It's a 9 plus four. balls. 13. I'm so close. You're gonna take eight points of damage as a wave crashes. You guys find where you like. You're, you guys are fine where you are, but an actual like a, a spear kind of comes in with the uh, wave and just kind of hits you. Oh, I really hate this place. You have to pull the spear out. So, broadside, we didn't have anything to do with some of the demagogue, and that was completely outside. That is good. Of Absolutely. So, I still think we should try to get rid of it. Oh, I really like the idea of that. But that is far beyond our pay grade. I I have four arrows left. <laughs> and I'm already kind of down on spells and really hurt. Because I was just taking, planning on taking out one bitch fish lady. But uh, that was the extent of my plan. <laughs> As we're running. Well, which we did. So pat us right. on the back for that. So seriously, I think we made the best of a bad situation. And we're back. Okay. Now with pizza and drama. All right, so as we're jogging, back as to the we're boat, jogging, a wave like, hits you guys. Look, I'm, but... all, I'm all for the the death of demon princes, sure, but I'm not exactly sure how you expect that to occur. Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. You're Although... saying as you're still running, like that's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. At this point, I really don't see what we can do aside from live. Yeah, it this. was already here. Well, we don't know yet, do we? I'm running out of spells, and I'm already beat half to death. All right. I mean, we're running toward the boat. What do you want? <laughs> I want you to understand that we can't just go around killing demon princes willy-nilly. Well, I think that we can. Uh, based on what information? I would love to know well, this. Well, we just need to, like, 
pluck one of its eyes out. Oh, is that all? Just go, just reach up and pluck. Ooh, got your eyeball. Only yes. three left to go. If you could stand very still while we do this, please. No, if we just get one and we can figure out how to use it to make it do its dispel thing on the, uh, you know, demon itself, and boom, we're done. So just ask it to politely sit around while we analyze its eyeball to find out its weaknesses. No. Oh, that's ridiculous. Hmm. Can we even outrun it in the boat? Well, we can try real hard. Because mm. I'm hoping it'll be distracted just... by, by the city long enough for us to get away. Mm. So, there is a tentacle that is uh, just about at the reach of where the docks are. And it's starting to actually hit different parts of the pier. Um, so, at this point, I would like... You guys... You see on the boat, there's Sarath, and there's Prince Darren, Darren, like... Oh, really? Should we come to the boat? Is that your suggestion? Yes, I agree. To the boat. Yes, this is most terrifying, I must say. If we could not be in this terrifying situation, that would be most wonderful, yes? You see us running to the boat, Yes, right? come on, to the boat! As, as, as me and Victor run out there, like, we're going to give him the prince first if he gets here. <laughs> <laughs> They actually go ahead and start getting the boat like untied and they're like jumping on the boat and they're starting to uh, use the oars to start paddling and starting to get the boat a nice like starting to get it there. So we're going to have a nice cinematic moment mm -hmm. where you guys are trying to jump on the boat. So everyone give me an athletics, a strength check, something to see if you actually grab onto it and get a 15. How about a 19 acrobatics? Yes. So do you like uh, just kind of flip like it's nothing onto the oh, boat? Yeah. And then you're still like looking at the Demogorgon, just like, I don't know. Maybe, mm -hmm. like you're already past the whole flipping onto the boat. Yeah. Yeah, do like Victor's some... over there like, chunk, chunk, <laughs> chunk, chunk, I'm chunk. I'm gonna go ahead and cast Enhance Ability on myself as I'm running, just okay. to make sure I'm super strong and just do a jump onto the boat, because yeah. I don't feel like fucking around. Very good. I totally front flip onto the boat. <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. I believe you. So you front flip onto the boat. He enhances his ability, gets onto the boat. And just at that point, a, uh, a tentacle swipes a, the boat to your direct left and just crushes it as you guys are starting to float off. And the demon gorgon does kind of rear its, its one of its heads over. <laughs> I wish we had Twix. Twix would have already killed this thing by now. <laughs> There's the yeah, ghostly the voice of, of Twix. It's like, I don't care if you are a demon prince. It's for justice. Oh. You are most ungentlemanly. James, you James, would... don't play with our emotions right now. That would really, really be nice. It's just an here. echo in your mind. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, he like you it. look over and there's Twix sailing towards us. I'm coming, Victor. <laughs> no, Twix, you run the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We said your boat has 300 hit points. Right? That's what was said. Because what happens is the Demogorgon looks slightly over at your boat and just lazily whips one of its tentacles over and kind of double taps it, just Wait. hits one side of the boat and then kind of hits the other. Wait. What? I would like to spend my inspiration. Okay. Um to cast a larger shield. 
preventing the tentacle from hitting the boat instead of just casting it on me. And that's why. Oh, you mean what, what you just had? Uh, that thing? Oh, I... like the shield spell? Mm hmm. Uh, the shield spell. Uh, only bigger. Gotcha. I can do that too, so I'm going to assist since we're doing it. Oh, I love it. And the cinematic moment of all this. Um, like you we see both it, reach up and You cast both the reach shield. up at the same time, and mm -hmm. your shields together unite. And it was a thud. Something that just crackles against your shield, and it sends a, a weird, like, 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 just a uneasy crackle over your shield that looks like it's it's a gonna rip through but it doesn't it just forces it it, it, it almost uh lands but it doesn't felt like if it had landed it would have been somewhere around the neighborhood of 70 points or so with the double tap but it taps once and it taps twice and it doesn't break your shield and it just kind of goes on about its way and starts breaking some other things mm -hmm. thank you thank you i love that that scene you shall not smash! <laughs> <laughs> and you see the, the Demogorgons, its heads start arguing a bit. And do you any, does anyone speak Abyssal? Abyss. No. Anything from the Abyss? And if you don't? No. Well, you still have Stool's uh, thing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a very dark tongue, it just says, What about them? What about the one getting away? And the other one's just like, There's more here! There's more here than those! Go! And it just, but it's like hearing the voice and shivers down you. And it just kind of, the one head that was like, What about those? It just kind of lazily looks back over. And they both heads roar as they go towards Sloop the Doop. And they start, and it starts moving up to the beach. And just starts swiping everything in its path. Well, I feel confident knowing we did everything we could. Did we? Uh, yes, 100%. Yeah, let the demon swipe left on Supladoop. That's, mm, <laughs> because with the tentacles, but also the anachronistic tin. No, I like it. I like it. That's very cold. And, uh, by the way, Prince Darendel, Sarah, everyone is on the oars as fast as they can. They are trying to get this, this ship going as fast as they can away. Yeah, while they were do while they're doing their shield, I was gonna get on the uh, the wheel and kinda move us like in between the waves to you know, yeah. hide us in between the waves You're gonna, as well as get us to We're gonna need to be doing possible. that. So just so you know, because of all the commotion until we until the Demogorgon's completely out of the water, there are waves upon waves and you guys are just crashing through waves right now. I'm not gonna make you roll anything at this point, because I think we've I think we've done with that kind of cinematic moment, but just there's a there, and then there is a point when Supladoop gets smaller and smaller, but and of course there's a fire that starts kind of burning over Supladoop, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it is over, and the waves crash less. Oh, and those little uh, those little uh, fang. Fish, as the waves were crashing, you had to kind of fight some of them off. They were jump, they were getting onto the ship and kind of biting at ankles and whatever. Um, I'm not going to make you go through that, but that was happening as well. Until eventually you are just in darkness in the dark lake. And everyone is catching their breath. And the boat is just smoothly sailing. It's the first chance you've had now to really sit back. 
Well, I'm gonna have nightmares forever. <laughs> Man, we could have just skipped Shoopladoop. We, we really could have. Because I'm fairly certain that was gonna happen with or without us. Hey, Victor? Mm-hmm. Where's that compass point? Um, it's probably going crazy because, but, oh, well, let's take a look. I I, pointing back to Shoopladoop, throwing that thing off the front. <laughs> Well, it was pointing on the boat, and while it was on the boat, it was going crazy. So let's uh, take a look. Where is the compass now pointing? It is going crazy still. Yeah. Because it looks like it was you know, still tied to the boat. Well, we wouldn't have had that. Is it? Yes, that is true. And I did get myself a nice uh, suit of new armor, so that is excellent. Mm-hmm. Does the compass, is it always going crazy no matter who holds it? or No, it's the fact that it's on the thing it's pointing to. Well, he wanted to... Uh, I a, never mind, I had a theory. Right, if you take a compass to the North Pole, it doesn't really do nothing but go crazy. It's sort of the same thing. I've heard, I just heard of compasses that point to where you want to go, the holder. And I assume that you wanted to go on the ship really bad while you were in Sloopladoo. Well, if that logic, the last time... If that were the case, the last time it, it were... Um, Synced up or... Uh, May I, I hold it for a moment? Mm, of course. Here you go. Still going nuts. Spinning wildly. If it can be reprogrammed, it probably has to be done so intentionally. Uh, so, Sarith. Yes. What's and our he, next stop? And he looks visibly shaken, like everybody else. And Sarith's usually the one who's the calmest, the most, like, you've seen it all kind of guy. And he's just shaking. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your aim? Your aim is well, leave, right? Oh yeah, we want to get back to the surface where there aren't so many demagogons. Did you ask uh, anybody there if they knew a way out? Well, we sort of got preempted by the the Prince of Demons. Mm. I mean, it was definitely on our But that Archpriest, did you ask him perhaps if there was a way out? No, we forgot. We we got uh, we were well, we, we were so concerned about doing the right thing and eliminating the source of evil, which we did, by the way. Well, he nods. He's like, right. Mm-hmm. We right. did. Not not in time. I believe it's important to note that you eliminated a source of evil. Oh, certainly, right. yes, not the, not the source. source of evil. And certainly not like the source of all evil. I mean, that's well, a not big... even the source of evil. Do I, my eyes betray I mean, me. That was Demogorgon. Oh, Shoopladoop yeah. is no longer... Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, that and Shoopladoop's now no longer there, I assume. I'm not going back to find out. Well, I'm sure there's remnants, the ashes of Shoopladoop. Or parts of the residence thrown about. A bit, um... I don't oh, see We're getting a little grim now. I'm not... I'm not... Says the man who wanted to abandon them from the beginning. Well, I didn't know there was gonna be a Demogorgon attack. <laughs> I think you just have a little prejudice against fish people. Well, that's clear and true, but it doesn't mean I want them to be destroyed by a prince of demons. I just don't care for their smell or the way they talk <laughs> or interact with one another or exist, but I want them, I would prefer them to be alive, happy, and healthy. I just don't want to be around them. Doesn't, I mean, there was, there was a nice little fish girl who gave me this hideous, grotesque necklace and... <laughs> That did not... Ooh, she's... Dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, certainly. And that is horrific. Um... Mm. Okay, we need a destination. 
We need to know where we're going to go. You have three options as best as I can tell. Which are? The City of Blades, Rakustov. Is there no City of Pudding? No. Or a, a City of Feather Pillows? I actually do hear a... You know what a pudding is? Oh, not one of Down those. Down here, it's oh, a little bit different. Not one of those sentient, gibbering ones. Yes. No, no. Well, they're more of a goo that eats your face. I don't... Oh, charming. I, I miss the rolling hills and mist plains. <laughs> the watching the ships go to and from the sea. The bustle of the trade winds. Oh, the smell of a bakery with the with the rolls and the biscuits. Mm. Oh, having myself a, a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit in the morning, or or, or a biscuit with a with the sawmill gravy, just just sopping into it. I've had mm. enough of of fish guts and demogorgons and those gibbering alien babies and oh and the fungus that tries to eat you and the magic fungus that tries to turn your ship into snakes <laughs> stool looks over like i just want to go home too to neverlight grove seth goes i actually wouldn't mind going to neverlight grove never light or never like never light it is a plant people as opposed to fish people. So choose your poisons. Well, there. that's a little bit better. That tends to. I mean, I can stand like a pedia smell. That's all right. So we have would the be city most, of blades. They would be most. Uh, they're non-violent as a as a people. Oh, oh that sounds great then. Is that down further down this waterway? So that's two out of the three choices. The other choice would be Blingenstone, the uh, the deep gnomes. They do not talk to my people, the drow. They would not be welcoming. I would not be allowed in entry. Okay, okay. Um. City of Blades, if you are not careful, and perhaps uh, if we do some trickery, you could probably look like slaves that are already captured. Oh. But it is more than likely the City of Blades is, it is the biggest of the cities, and there's very likely someone there has a finger into the outside world, but the other two, I vote Never Like Grove. Stool goes, I vote Never Like Grove. I just want to go home. Yeah, buddy. It comes over to you and it just rubs its little, his little uh, mushroom head on your shoulder, (laughs) or on your, on your neck, next to your leg. Uh Uh-huh. There, there, buddy. There, there. It starts crying a little bit, but it's, it's, it's okay. I will pat his mushroom head. When did my life become? <laughs> Who am I anymore? Okay, I, I vote for Neverlight Grove. Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, we took the fish man home and then watched as his home was destroyed with him in it. So let's do the same for the toadstool. Well, hopefully there won't be another demon prince that comes around the toadstool land. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. If this, it's any luck, I would no, believe that. No, that's quite enough sass. Did you really expect us to be able to just reach out and pluck out that demogorgon's eyeballs? Is that the, was that the plan? All I'm saying to... is you weren't even willing to try to talk about a situation where we might be able to. Because there is no such possible situation. Plan. It's a natural disaster. It's like trying to go and punch an earthquake. You just can't be done. Sarah looks over. Did, did she... Uh, did she... Is she quite mad now? Did she look into the demogorgon? No, I don't think anybody actually made eye contact. She'd been charmed. 
bewildered. Not that I'm aware of. She's just stubborn. Oh. She's been like that the whole time. Sarath goes back, sits down. You can't even, couldn't even reach the things I balls. And the entire time it's flicking out fireballs and ionized beams of destruction and tentacle whips that nearly destroyed our ship in one lazy swoop. Matilda rolls her eyes at all of them and starts eating a sandwich. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. I'll set sail for. I'll move the in the direction of Neverlight. Yeah, you Grove. don't have Shoopshar was the guy who was the really really good navigator of the of the of the Dark Lake. He's no longer. So, Sarath is aiding you as best as he can. Um, with Sarath's aid, he doesn't know. He knows settlements. He knows vague ideas. You're all at this point fairly lost, but in the right direction, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's as good as it's going to get.